Hi, my name is Keldon Fischer, and I spend a lot of time around the Ethereum ecosystem. Um, and one of my favorite things in that ecosystem is Evan Van Ness's uh, week in Ethereum. This is sort of a collection of all of the interesting things that are happening in the Ethereum ecosystem every week. Uh, Evan maintains that, and I think it's a really great resource. I've always wanted to see a podcast for Week in Ethereum, and I figured I would try my hand at sort of doing a recap of some of the cool things that I saw. It's not going to be a full recap of the whole Week in Ethereum, but it will kind of be the, the interesting parts, uh, at least in my humble opinion. So the first thing, I kind of skipped through the research stuff, but stuff for developers. Uh, optional Web3 injection. So November 2nd, MetaMask and some other DApp browsers will stop exposing user accounts to web pages by default. This is basically a privacy measure um, so that browsers and, and websites can't just fingerprint users based on whether they have uh, MetaMask enabled and, and start taking data from their MetaMask accounts. Um, so websites now, if they want to access um, things like a user's ETH addresses or their uh, get signatures from a user, blah, 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 can't just do that automatically. They're going to need to call a provide.enable method, provider.enable method to access user accounts. This will basically just show a new pop-up and users will have to manually grant access uh, to each website. So, yep, generally this is a privacy measure. Uh, MetaMask in the short term will also provide a privacy mode system so that users can disable this behavior and sort of expose accounts by default to support legacy dApps uh, for now, but dApps should prepare and start to upgrade uh, for this new behavior. On that vein, window.web3.currentprovider is being replaced by window.ethereum. That's kind of cool. It's just the global that you would use if you wanted to access uh, the Ethereum provider, but it's a nice new name, window.ethereum. It's cute. Okay, more stuff for developers. Lots of new TypeScript support. So ethers.js provides an alternative to web3.js, uh, written in TypeScript, so it has TypeScript uh, bindings. Web3x is a Web3.js version in TypeScript as well. Uh, EVMTS is the EVM implemented in TypeScript. So we're seeing a lot of cool TypeScript stuff. I love TypeScript. It's really great. It means you can use it uh, with stuff like Angular quite easily and you get typing. So type, typing is nice. Um, Mindbreed, so this is my own thing. This was cute. Um, I decided that it'd be kind of interesting to have a weird, let's call it a, a statement piece um, about interoperability in Ethereum and what that really means. And you can do just these strange things that you can't do anywhere else. And so I decided I would build a brainfuck interpreter where in order to add a new instruction onto sort of the program tape, you need to sacrifice a CryptoKitty with certain genes. So it just maps certain genes to certain instructions. If you know about brainfuck, it's got eight instructions. So there were eight specific genes that I took, mapped them. If you sacrifice a kitty with the right genes, it adds a new instruction. And if you execute the right program, you get a bounty. This makes literally no sense except in Ethereum where it does. Okay, on to ecosystem. Ethereum Foundation and grants, way four, this is awesome. Um, over $1.2 million dedicated to scalability efforts, including lots of layer two. So we have a bunch of money towards payment channels and plasma and blah, blah, blah. 
this is really cool. Um, it's a fun space to be in, and, and if you are interested in that, uh, in the sort of cutting edge research, you should definitely check out the projects that were funded there. Uh, almost half a million uh, for developer experience. This is really important to me, and I think to a lot of other developers in the ecosystem. Please, um, if you are somebody who would like to get a grant from Ethereum, check out the DevX stuff. This is the sort of stuff that we really need. Another million on client diversity. So this is interesting. We're gonna see a lot of really cool clients in the ETH 2.0 ecosystem, probably going to be significantly more diverse than the current uh, Ethereum ecosystem. And they'll be written in more interesting languages like NIM or Rust. Well, we already have Rust. We have Elixir. We need more Elixir stuff. Elixir is cool. I like Elixir. Okay. So the Ethereum Foundation lists a bunch of wishlist items. So this is stuff like uh, scalability research, privacy research, security research, but my personal favorite is education and usability. We need more documentation and developer materials. If you would like to get a start in the Ethereum world, this is the best way to do it. You'll become an expert in whatever you teach, which means that you will definitely get a job and you'll also help lots of other people get their start. This is the most important thing that you can do if you want to get into Ethereum is help people learn better. Um, Really, I think that we need more documentation and we need more tooling and all this stuff. And it's just gonna push things forward really hard. We don't need more fancy new projects that can't do anything because there's no way to uh, create you know, projects in Python. Yep, and last thing in that topic is mastering Ethereum is shipping soon. So yep, get ready for that. New book, have fun, read it, cool. Governance is next. The big one here is that the Constantinople fork is being delayed until next year after the failed Robston rollout. Um, looks like it's going to be pushed out to January. November seems too early. It would be too stressful on the client teams. So the postmortem here is interesting. It seems like a lot of little things came together to cause the failure. Um, one of the biggest problems was the failure to coordinate with miners in advance. So it took over two hours to mine the first Constantinople block. Uh, there were just a bunch of different forks. And um, there's also no great fork monitoring setup right now, supposedly. Um, and so th this is, if you would like to build something cool or work on something cool or even maintain something cool, uh, a great fork monitoring system sort of like a better ethstats.js for just looking at forks would be really, really awesome. Um, and, and I'm sure that you could get funding to do that from somebody like the EF or, or any number of projects in the ecosystem. Um, there's also some talk of including prog POW in the Constantinople fork. This, if you are interested in Ethereum governance, you should pay attention to this. So prog POW would be a change to the Ethereum proof of work uh, algorithm that would basically block current ASICs. Um, you should watch this. This is interesting. I haven't seen a lot of community discussion around it. There was some discussion about changing the, the proof of work algorithm a while ago, but pay attention. Um, if, you, if you have feelings about this, I don't really, or I'm just not well enough informed, but if you do, you should you know, speak out on Twitter or whatever, or, uh, Ethereum magicians and, um, make that voice heard because this is being considered and it's on the table right now and, and yeah cool all right last thing here is project updates the big one for me was that there's a new version of the brave browser 
out. It looks good. I just switched to it myself. Seems faster. Uh, it's supposedly just built on top of Chromium. Looks nice. Um, significantly nicer than the previous iteration. And it feels good and I can just add Chrome extensions like I can on Chrome. And LastPass works the way I expect. So, all good. And you get some more free bat. Get to pay people. Get to pay people like Evan for his work on Weekend Ethereum. Cool. So those were the big ones for me. I think I'm just going to leave it there. And I'd like to get feedback on this if you thought it was maybe too short, too long, too whatever. And if you want me to go into more detail about certain things, less detail about certain things, I feel like I didn't go into a significant amount of detail. Um, maybe I could bring on somebody else and, and this wouldn't be so absolutely boring to just drone on. Who knows? All right, feedback, much appreciated. And I will see you next.